Hello world and welcome back to the Car Chronicles. This is episode seven. Um, for those who are new to the Car Chronicles, this is just something that I do as an aside to the Real Talk with Rajan show, the Real Talk Live and the local celebrity spotlight. This is really a, a side dish that allows me to really talk about some topics, you know, some one-offs and do some shorter, shorter, you know, quick hits on some topics that maybe you know need a little more immediate attention that you know won't won't wait for me to wait until Sunday the, the bi-weekly shows that I do on Sunday nights and also whet your appetite for what Real Talk with Rajan actually is as a show. So I wanted to come in and let you guys, um, so I wanted to give you guys, you know, my take on this impeachment thing. Um, last night it was announced, you know, it was voted on that the House of Representatives has voted to impeach President Donald J. Trump. Now, for those who may not understand what that means, I want to I want to read to you what the um, what impeachment actually means so that we can start from there with a standpoint of, um, of knowledge, a knowledge base of what impeachment means and what it can mean going forward for our nation. All right. So um, I made this post on my Facebook last night. It said, um, impeachment is the process by which a legislative body levels charges against the government official. Impeachment does, does not itself remove the official from office. It is equivalent to an indictment in a criminal law, in criminal law. And this is only a statement of charges against the official. All right. So I want you to think about impeachment in terms of criminal law. If you're thinking about impeachment, impeachment is really um, the formal process by of saying we believe that charges should be filed. So think of, of impeachment like a formal indictment in criminal law. So essentially, the president has been indicted for charges of obstruction of justice and abuse of power. All right. That does not mean that the president's removed from office. What has to happen now is that um, they have to go to the Senate and the Senate had to approve removal through a trial. Now, the issue with that is this. Uh, whereas the House of Representatives is largely Democratic, is majority Democrat now, the House of Rep the, the Senate is actually um, majority Republican, uh, which is something you know that we do have an opportunity to change here in the upcoming election, you know, depending on how the election goes, I mean, depending on what your voting leanings are. You know, I try to stand back and allow people to really make their own judgments without, you know, making judgment calls. I try to provide information and really give you my opinions on it and not necessarily to just sway you one way or the other, but just to give you the information and really you can decide for yourself what to do with it. So now that the president has been impeached and trust me, like there's a lot of people saying, well, the impeachment's not done yet. No, the impeachment is done. Just like, you know, um, once you go to, um, to, to, uh, a grand jury and the grand jury decides we are going to indict, you are indicted. Whether you're exonerated after being indicted or you get convicted after being indicted, you've been indicted. All right, just like that, you've been impeached. Um, up until this point, we've had three presidents in our, in our U.S. history that have been impeached. Andrew Johnson was, was the first president. Um, I'm sorry, Nick, Nixon was not impeached. Nixon actually resigned before he could be impeached. Um, we had President Clinton who was impeached and um, we had President Trump now, who was impeached. And to my understanding, no president has actually been removed from office by Congress through the impeachment process. So the likelihood of the president being removed is very, very slim, slim to none. Very, very small, all right? Very, very small. And since the chances are very, very small, what we are really looking at is this. We're looking at the possibility of having, for the first time, a president running for re-election after, well, actually while going through the process of removal from office. So he's been impeached, 
and he's going through the process of removal from office. That is going to make this a really interesting time in our country. This is historically what we're going to look back at and say, hmm, that was interesting. We have a president who's been formally impeached. He's been impeached, and now he's running for, for office. And some would say he might win. It's, it's a good shot that he's going to win, um, depending on how voter turnout is and depending on how the um, how, how charged up his base becomes because of this. Now, now that we've talked about what the impeachment actually means, I want to really talk about this side of it. Because this is the part that really becomes a bit disturbing on my end, right? So, of course, when the impeachment comes out, people are, you know, feeling the way they feel. They're reacting on social media because that's what we do on social media. We react. We react to what we see. But we react based on what we know, based on what we know for ourselves. And if you don't have a full basis of knowledge when it comes to civic, to civics in our country, you know, um, how the government works, you may think... You may have thought that impeachment meant that the president would be removed from office. No. All right. It does not mean that. But that's okay, because I'm not talking about you. What I'm talking about is those of us who do know, right, those of us who do know how the process works. And instead of educating those who do not know, we take this opportunity to pop shots at them. We take these, this opportunity to ridicule them. We take this opportunity to embarrass them publicly because they don't have a, a, a basis of knowledge when it comes to this. Social media can be a beautiful thing, but when we use it to tear other people down, it does not make us a better people. It does not encourage people to want to know more. It does not encourage people to want to become more educated on the process. It just makes people hate people who know things. So our approach should not be to tear down the people who don't know. Our approach should be to say, hey, you don't have this information, I want to give you this information, and keep it moving. Because when we do that, we empower one another. You know, for a lack of knowledge, the people perish, right? So let's give people the knowledge. Let's not perish. Let's grow together. Let's go together, right? Rajan doesn't know everything with everything. So the things that I don't know about, the things that I'm uneducated about, I love it when somebody takes the time to educate me on it. I would not love it if somebody who, who, who was more educated on it condescended towards me in, in, my, in, in trying to, to quote-unquote educate me about it. So it's just something to think about. Let's seek to educate and not embarrass. Let's seek to enlighten and uplift instead of denigrate and put down. If we can do those things, we will see that, one, um, the people that we want to have the power will begin will begin to have more power because they'll be educated and they'll feel empowered to, to get that. But as long as we continue to put people down, you know, as a teacher in a classroom, you know, I used to I, when I was when I when I taught, you know, I taught fourth and fifth grade um, for five years. And while teaching, there were different approaches to reach different students, right? But I promise you, there was never a time that I made a student feel bad for not knowing something that they said, hey Mr. Lewis, Thank you for embarrassing me. Now I really want to know what you're talking about. No, in most cases they shut down. So let's not let's not do that to people. Um, let's not do that to people. Let's try to uplift them. Let's try to educate them. Let's try to enlighten them. Invite them out to a cup of coffee and have a discussion about what this whole process means. If, that, if you're really that into what's going on, if you really want to know, if you're really so 
um, if you're really so impassioned about this process that you want to educate people and you really want people to know what's going on, take time out to educate them. We can do that. We can do that. We can be the difference. We can be the difference. Or we can say, ha ha, you fell down. Doesn't really make us any bigger than the people who didn't know in the first place. Just my thoughts. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. That's it for today's um, Card Chronicles. Thank you for getting in with me, uh, coming and growing with me. Um, if you enjoyed this, please go and review it wherever you're listening to this podcast. Review it. Give me five stars if you enjoy it. If you didn't enjoy it as much as I hoped you would, give me four stars. Um, and also leave a comment. Let me know. Hey, um, this is what I really love about your show or this is what I dislike about your show. But give me the opportunity to grow, get better. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at Real Talk Rajan. You can follow me on YouTube at Real Talk with Rajan. You can follow me. You can go to my website, www.realtalkwithrajan.com. There you can actually find my speeches. You can find my videos, my um, my interviews, as well as my Real Talk Lives, as well as my podcast and merch. So everything's there for your for your um, your use and your consumption. Let me know what you think. Thank you guys so much. And y'all have a great day and a happy holidays. Peace.